The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Thanks for joining us again. We're always excited to have you all listen in. I am just so humbled by the fact that uh, many of you are listening in around the world, so as always, I will just do that amazing shout-out to uh, some of the countries around the world that are listening into us, including uh, Japan and Canada and Italy, France, uh, and Norway. Uh, oh, gosh, I can go on and on, but love it, love it. So stay with us because what we do is, uh, well, our platform is Wellness Interactive, and our signature brand is the Wellness Lounge, and what we like to think that we do is take it a step further. So by taking it a step further, we have amazing guests that come on, and they're doing great work, and who knows, they may be living right next door to you, and you have no idea all the amazing work that they're doing. And if they're not living next door to you, Listen, be empowered by what they're doing and, uh, you know, uh, help build your community, your community or uh, maybe support the people in your community that are doing good things uh, to take it a step further. So before we get to our guest, um, just to let you know, we're located at 14 South, South Orange Avenue in South Orange, New Jersey, and our wellness interactive site it is a wellness uh, site, uh, website, which is wellnessinteractive.com. You can go there to find all things well, and you can post anything you like. And you can find me personally on my own Instagram, Desiree B. Watson, and also on Facebook. And you can find Wellness Interactive at Wellness I-N-T. And so, and in Twitter and all of the social media, once you plug it in, you'll be able to uh, follow us and get connected. So, before we get to our amazing guest, which is uh, Simone Callender, I just want to just read a few words. And it's from a book called Prayers That Change Things in Your Relationships. Since Simone will be enlightening us about uh, the wonderful relationships with our, our young uh, people, our children. What do we need to get under control in our lives? There are certain parts of us that may frequently cause problems in our lives, and these definitely call for self-control for our tongues, our thoughts, our behavior, our emotion, or emotions. 
And then it goes on to say we need God's grace to enable us to practice self-control of all areas of our lives. The concept comes from the word temperance, which means to have mastery over one's thoughts and actions. So I read that because our guest, uh, Simone uh, Collender, uh, is doing great work with families and young people. Just a little bit of Simone's background. She's a CEO, the CEO of Governess Guild, a prestigious international company providing in-home educational resources and child care staff for their clients. Simone is also a children's author, a uh, former high school teacher, and governess to uh, young royals. Can't wait to hear more about that. Her life has been dedicated to the empowerment of children, and she continues to develop, nurture, and inspire young minds through her governess platform, which is just awesome and amazing. She'll uh, enlighten us with uh, the governess platform. Um, She also uh, holds a a degree from University of Southern Florida in Communications, she was educated at the English uh, uh, Governess School in uh, Ohio. You know, she's licensed uh, governess. So, welcome, 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 Simone. Hello, Desiree. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. So, I'm just going to, as always, jump right in it. <laughs> I would love. I'm sure the listeners would like to know more about how you navigated this experience of uh, being this uh, amazing governess around the world and for royals at times. So as a child, hmm, what were you doing as a child to get you to this platform? I'm just curious. Were you, uh, did, you, uh, did you engage with uh, young children as a teenager? Did you baby, you know, have you babysat before? All of that. And, and maybe you have and maybe you haven't, but I just find it so interesting and, and actually beautiful that you want to travel around the world as a governess. And I don't think most of us know uh, what goes into being a very strong uh uh, communicator as a governess for royal for children of uh, that are in royal families. So, as a child, were you that royal kid? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Desiree, as a child, um, my mom used to um, make us watch uh, The Sound of Music maybe about a hundred times. <laughs> and, Okay, the show is over. That's it. That's where it all comes from. Okay, we're done. We all watch this. We love it. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) And then, you know, growing up in the Caribbean, I am from Barbados. You know, we um, we have parents who you know teach us to um, be disciplined. You know, and and everybody in the neighborhood is an educator. You know, our families. um, You know, the neighbors. They're educators. Every, we learn from everybody. Everybody is responsible for um, the education of, you know, the children in our country. Yeah, that's um, uh, quite um, interesting as well because Barbados, uh, statistically, and this, uh, it may be uh, old, old by now. Maybe there's more research out, but Barbados uh, has the highest literacy rate of all the. Caribbean islands, I believe, right? 
We do. We have a 99% literacy rate. Um, so that just proves that education is very important, you know, where we come, where I come from. Okay, but you majored in communications uh, in college. So as a young child, uh, you, you just um, highlighted some of the engagement with uh, community and family. Everyone is an educator. We all uh, uh, jump in to take care of um, our communities, basically. Now, I could say, or, or one, uh, someone else could say, well, you know, where I come from, we all take care of our communities as well. Not so sure right now if that's really big in the United States, but I know uh, when I grew up, uh, you could leave your doors open, and yes, everyone uh, was a mother or father to every child in, in the community. So I definitely get that and understand that. So when, as a child in Barbados, uh, did you ever sit with children? Were you – I'm trying to figure out where this began. I get that we all support our communities. But uh, majoring in communications, did you ever think that you would uh, become a governess? Even of course. I, I wanted, I wanted I to be – every person in the world is watching Sound of Music. But <laughs> what are you, what's your thinking like uh, as, uh, as you transition into – becoming uh, a governess, not just a governess. I mean, you're, you're a governess to some of the royal children of the, the world. Well, you know, I mean, I started off as a teacher in Barbados at the Springer Memorial School. And then I, when I moved to America, um, I decided to attend the governess school and to further my education. And that is when I started to teach children in homes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You were you became a teacher for children in homes, and did you uh, feel or think that you needed or or this platform needed uh, more value to it? Because I, I look at your website, you're covering everything. It's amazing. <laughs> so when did you decide to transition to the uh, point of? including so much more in uh, helping families and helping children to um, feel like uh, they actually belong (laughs) uh, to their families. I know that sounds a little, you might be able to elaborate on this, probably sounds a little crazy, but um, uh, yeah, so I believe we had a conversation about children not feeling comfortable, some children not feeling comfortable within their family. So I'm trying to understand how you, you got to the point where your rep, website represents so much, which I just think is wonderful. I think everyone that is raising a child should be able to go to a website and say, this is what I need. <laughs> so how did you um, get to that point where you felt uh, there was much more to uh, the platform for governance? Hello. Can you clarify? Can you clarify? Hello. Can you clarify that for me? What you're yes. saying? How did How did you come to this amazing uh, uh, platform on your website? It, the short of it, you do everything. You do everything when it comes to families and 
overseeing uh, uh, their education. You have security. You have <laughs> you have all of these things. And I guess because maybe for our listeners and for myself, maybe we don't know what uh, real what this really entails. Uh, being a, becoming a governess is this something that's just a, it, it's a traditional model, or did you elaborate more on what you felt was needed uh, in well, a professional what- governess? Um, because I've worked all around the world with different families, um, I was able to bring together, you know, all of the available resources and, and options that families might need, you know, in educating their children and raising them and putting them in one place to make them available for everybody. Okay. Could you give us an, an example of working with a family uh, that may need more? Are you customizing the platform for them? Um, are, you customi- are you customizing their needs? So, for example, if you are a family of one and then you're a family of 16, I actually grew up in a family of 16. My parents had 16 kids, 11 <laughs> girl, 12 girls and four boys. So how does that work? How does that, how does that feel for me as a client uh, wanting to search out a governess, but also wanting you to maybe perhaps customize for me what that looks like. Who will you bring to my home? What 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 will happen in the process? Basically, you know, how we do it is that we go to people's homes and um, we interview them first. We interview the children and all of the child care staff and the parents and then, you know, based on the vision that the parents have for the children and the temperament and the um, potential and the abilities of the child, we design uh, child care manuals, you know, and um, vision boards for each child so that at least, you know, there's um, there's something there where, you know, we know how to reach, you know, how to, how, we're, how are we going to get there? Their goals set, set down. You know, your child is here. How are we going to get them to where you need them to be? So uh, if the child is absolutely brilliant and, you know, they're in private schools and they're doing really great, what else can you bring to the platform for them? And, you know, I I guess what I'm trying to um, just – we're having a conversation about uh, the experience. uh, The experience of having a governess may be different around the world, or the experience of wanting to be the gov- a governess may also be different for those who have interests uh, in different countries, uh, uh, or the experience for some may be uh, just having a nanny. What would be the difference? Because I believe you've worked in Africa, you've worked in the Middle East, you've done all these things. So tell us about the Simone experience as a governess. What does that feel like for? My experience as a governess, very um, educational, believe it or not. You know, as a governess, you're learning new things all the time because every family is different, every culture is different, every country is different. So that has put me in a position where um, I can work with, you know, many different families, you know, in America and all throughout the world, you know, our client base is international, and we work with people from all around the world. 
Right. In in what in what way? And you know, listen, the conversation to empower others on uh, you know about maybe perhaps learning and understanding more of what a governor's uh, platform can do for um, you know children and communities. I you know I'm hesitant to ask the question. I, but I, I feel like I have to ask, governors, is that just for royal families or people who are wealthy? I mean, I know it used to be in the past, but where my kids have gone to school, there, there are many kids that, uh, you know, their parents are working and or they're traveling and, you know, they need to engage with a, a governess. How does that look? It's not a nanny, right? Well, I mean, it's not a nanny, but, you know, the difference between, I mean, it's not a nanny, but, you know, both jobs, you know, are very noble, and they require love, care, and attention and dedication, you know. But the difference between a nanny and a governess is that um, a governess takes it, you know, one step further, you know, uh, with education and um, social skills and and, you know, being an educator is one of the most, you know, important vocations, you know. Who becomes anything without, you know, good teachers? Yeah, uh, being an educator is, is very important. And it, some of the kids then are um, homeschooled, is that it? Some of the kids are homeschooled, but even if they are um, in school, you know, governess, uh does meet with the teachers and um, try to figure out, you know, uh, different associated challenges that they're having and work with the parents, you know. So basically a governess tries to map out, you know, where the child needs to go. Where from one end uh, to the next. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. um, give us an example of, of uh, training a uh a staff, in-home staff, and maybe perhaps the family has one child, and then maybe an example of having, you know, 16 children. Uh, If a family has one child and you're coming in to train the staff, how do you navigate that whole process? Because I I believe they have, uh, may have uh, one nanny, and some families have four or five nannies, right? Of course, sometimes six and seven. <laughs> sometimes six or seven. So I'd love to know more about um, how uh, how you interact with the the professionals that you're training, nannies, oh. security, just it's how that uh, how that works for you. But we're going to break for a commercial right now, and we'll return with Simone Callender. She's enlightening us on. Oh, uh, the fact that uh, actually anyone could be a governor if they're trained through her guild, perhaps. (laughs) No, or you obviously can get training from around the world. But I do think uh, it's a great conversation uh, to be had about how uh, the governess platform works. And maybe uh, you are enlightened uh, to the fact that you may be a governess one day. Or you may have a governess come in to train your nanny or your staff, but stay with us. We're going to return in a moment. We're speaking with Simone Callender. Thank you.
This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to take a fresh look at your life, but where do you start? Your world has thousands of possibilities that are waiting to be explored. Find out how you can discover your possibilities by tuning in to Fresh Start with Sue Williams Braun. Midlife is a turning point in your journey. It's a time to take off the blinders and find what has meaning for you. Our guests include experts and inspiring people who are making their middle years count and will inspire you to do the same. Fresh Start airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Simone Kellender, and she is the founder of Governess Guild, which can be found on uh, governessguild.com. So Simone is enlightening us and engaging us with uh, the governess, the professional governess. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What's uh, the whole thinking behind a governess? And should you have a governess or maybe you want to be trained as a governess? But one thing for sure, uh, Simone, when I look at your platform and what you represent, it all speaks to having a happy child, right? You need a happy child. And so having a happy childhood could uh, I, I think, uh, you know, enlighten us with this. Having a happy childhood, if you have a professional, a governess or a nanny or someone that comes into your space, how do you really maintain the professional, assuring that the family will have a happy child through this professional? Your training, is it different? Is it, is it something that... Um, uh, uh, you've been doing uh, for many years when you worked as a governor. Uh, how do you incorporate this training into the thinking of a happy childhood? Well, basically, you know, in order to have a happy childhood, we need to work on the self-esteem of a child, you know. You know, you could tell a child every day, you know, oh, you know, um, you're so good, you're so good at this, you're so good at that. But at the end of the day, we need to prove provide the child with the skills that they need, you know, and um, skills and confidence, you know, equals self-esteem, you know. Right. Skills and confidence definitely equals And if, if, if you give the child this, then you've empowered the child, and then therefore you have a happy child. Right. And so 
what happens uh, when you're training the professional uh, to reassure the parents that they're going to have a, a happy childhood. So if I'm a if I'm trained as uh, a governess through your platform, or or as I, I'm a, a nanny actually, if I'm a nanny and I'm trained uh, through the governors guild, I'm really focused on that child being happy and the tools that will make them happy. So let's talk a bit about what that entails. Um, when you look at your website, there's so many amazing things that um, a nanny or um, placing an educator, all of, all of them, uh, these professionals are trained by your organization, correct? Are you there? Okay. Yes, yeah. I can hear you. Yes, yes. So walk us through some of the uh some of the criteria to be trained by your organization. I mean, are you if 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 a family already pretty much may may have a, a nanny or or someone in their home already, are you doing a vetting process for this nanny? Uh suppose uh and I don't know, I'm just curious. Suppose they're uh, they're not really qualified to become a governess. Is that something you would share with the families, or if you're working for a family, the family gets to um, really promote the person they're working with uh, through mm-hmm. by connecting them to you. Uh, so, so in other words, there, there's no more additional uh, background check or any of that if they're right. already working for the family. Right. There's no additional background check um, once they're. I mean, there are some instances where we do um, do you know additional background checks based on you know anything that we have noticed you know, but no, generally we don't need to do that once the Nanny is working with the family already, and um, you mentioned something about the training before. You know, um, anybody about anybody can be a nanny. Anybody who cares, you know, for children can be a nanny. And then there's a difference between a nanny, you know, with a high school diploma, and then a nanny with a degree. You know, a nanny with a degree is not a governess. You know, a nanny with a degree is just an educated nanny. But um, the difference between, um, you know, giving the nanny the education, you know, that a governess will, would would need is that the governess knows how to develop a child to the maximum potential um, and use all of the resources at her disposal, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That absolutely makes sense, of course. So what's your, your excitement about this uh your your company and organization. What's your what's your amazing excitement about this? What's your passion and what's your why? Why am I in this space? Why are you doing this? And are you excited about it? Because I I love to create champions. You know, when you the reward is when you see you know then you know the, the child with the self esteem that's required for success in this life. You know, mm-hmm. nothing is better than the end product. Right, right. So the uh, champion or the end success with the child, 
what does that look like for you? Because I'm sure you've uh, you've experienced this, you know, more than once. Uh, uh, being a governess, you've watched children develop. Uh, being a governess, you've you've watched them, and uh, do they? come back and look you up after they've gone on to be adults? How does that feel? They do, you know, and they're more secure, you know, and, and we, what is really important as a governess is to teach the child how to be independent because, you know, a lot of families that I've worked with, these are families who have, you know, so many servants at their disposal, you know, so it's easy for uh, the child to you know, not feel independent, you know, where um, they have everything done for them. But as a governess, you want to teach that child to be able to do things for them, like bathe themselves, uh, fix themselves, you know, themselves a meal, make a sandwich, you know, little Mm -hmm. things like that, dress themselves, you know, to go to school. Um, All of those little things, it translates um, into... Uh, being successful in school because then, you know, the difficulty is is that they go to school and they expect the teacher to think for them, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I, I, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So that so it's all about teaching them how to be independent and disciplined, and um, you know, the security part, you know. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is the security. Uh, you know, on your website, it does say security detail as well. I'm sure that has uh, not not much to do with uh, uh, the whole educational process, or, or does it? If you're uh, bringing uh, security on board with uh, your platform, how does that fit into uh, the governess um, everyday life of uh, educating the kids? You have security uh, detail, which uh, are you the the security? And I guess we're thinking we're speaking about families who wealthy families, I guess. But I just that whole security detail. I I don't know, but I would think uh, when you're vetting the security detail, these are people who are constantly around the the family, the young family members, the children. What does that mean, security detail, and how do you vet someone with that? Um, well, it all depends on the environment. You know, in some countries, you know, secure, a security detail is needed. Like in places like Africa, um, the Middle East, you know, where children are, you know, missing every day. So right, right, exactly. Yeah. And I guess mm-hmm. I bring this up because there are so many ways that uh, the people who are listening in, there are many uh, ways to get involved with uh, maybe becoming uh, part of uh, or becoming a professional uh, uh, that um, protects, you know, family, uh, security detail. You have educators, you have the nannies, you're having the governess, you you have many professions that uh, one might want to tap into uh, to begin a career. Does this is this a career platform? Of course. Yes, absolutely. So, I'm, mm-hmm. on your website, tell us some of the additional professions that 
one can tap into uh, to maybe begin a new career or uh, just uh, transfer in, uh, into a new career. If you're already doing security detail, you might want to become uh, uh, a bodyguard. A bodyguard. <laughs> or tell us more about your website and, and what's on it that people can tap into. Well, our, uh, the, our website um, basically explains a lot of things that we offer. We offer um, image consultant for children, personal shoppers who can, um, you know, go to the parents and decide what kind of image, you know, do you want for your children? How do you want your children to look when they're out there representing you? So something is... Um, well, let me ask the you image about that. Let, let me ask you about that then. So uh, do you get resistance from the children? Because that's, uh, that's not as independent <laughs> as one would like to be. I know we get, parents get to say how the children should dress, but as they're getting older, it must, uh, it, it's probably some resistance there. Is there resistance? Of course, of course there is resistance, but um, that's why we do hire the image consultants because they know how to work with the child's particular style. And, um, you know, uh, the parents, what the parents expect as well. So they're able to come, you know, halfway. They meet each other halfway at least. Right, right, meeting each other halfway. Okay, great. Tell mm-hmm. us more about uh, what's on the, the website or what professions uh, one might want to tap into. Um, tutors. Sometimes we do need tutors um, in various um, areas. Uh, sometimes children are preparing for SATs. Um, it depends on you know what um, they need at the time. Educational psychologists. We do hire educational psychologists, um, speech therapists, um, mm, nutritionists, nutritionists. Excellent. So I, I find this great, fascinating. So one family may have, there, there may be a family that has absolutely all of this, their own personal psychologist, their own personal therapist, their, their security detail, their educators, their, uh, the governess. This is, this is wonderful. This, um, for one family, Tell us how one family might uh, engage with uh, professionals. So, in other words, uh, the governess the governess is handling all of these amazing professionals that are coming in to service the family. Is that how it works? And how many professionals uh, on a daily basis or a weekly basis would uh, service the family? Some families sometimes, you know, they do have sometimes seven tutors coming in for different things for the families. Um, seven? Wow. Okay. Seven um, There's a swimming teacher. There's the tennis, you know, coach, the piano teacher, you know, the violin teacher. Um, because in, in our world, we would send our kids or there, there might be an after-school program where we would send our kids uh, you know, for a uh, violin class. But for the royals or the other families, they're bringing all of this on site. 
for their families. You're you're actually doing all these things in the home, training. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So that's when uh, a professional who wants to work uh, with uh, families in other countries or, or right here in the United States, they can go to your website and really look at some of the things that are offered. And if they're uh, a psychologist, therapist, tennis instructor, if, if they're a professional that wants to do more with uh, families around the world, they can come through your organization. Yeah. You vet them. Yeah. So some of the vetting process uh, looks like what? What would you do if I may? Uh, well, not you personally, but what would your company? Uh, how would your company vet uh, myself if, if I'm a psychotherapist or tennis instructor? Well, we do. Um, we do do a lot of background checks, and we also um, like referrals. Um, we go in and we see how. Um, uh, they run their business, their practice, um, mm-hmm. certificates, um, references, things like excellent. that. Excellent. Okay, excellent. So what's, what's the wow factor for a professional who's coming in or who's on your site saying, I need to do this, but what is the wow factor for them? What do you think, and, and I, I say this because you were in this position perhaps at one time, as a professional governess, what was the wow factor of, oh, is it I'm traveling or you, you want to support children or you want to support families? And it could be all of that. But what is that wow factor for a professional uh, when they want to engage with uh, families around the world? The, the wow factor. Of being able to teach or, in, in some cases, it, it could just be traveling. Uh, would love to know uh, what your ideal professional is uh, when they sign on with uh, your organization and their excitement and, and uh, <laughs> uh, what uh, their why and their wow factor is, okay? But hold it uh, well, for one moment. We're going to break for commercial, and we'll come back and um, – really get some insights on uh, the professionals who will sign on board uh, with uh, Simone Callender's amazing platform. Uh, So stay tuned with us. We're speaking to Simone Callender, and she is a governess. Thank you. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. 
Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Simone Callender, and she is uh, enlightening us about uh, her amazing uh, platform, her business, governessguild.com. And uh, Simone, I just uh, would love to know more about uh, that professional, including yourself, how you became this uh, governess uh, for royal families in, in the Middle East and in Africa and uh, there are not many African Americans that are governess as well. How did but, you, you get know, to this, this platform? This is this is this is nothing new. You know, historically, um, black women, you know, have educated and raised other people's children. You know, I'm mm-hmm. following after you know many great black women, you mm-hmm. know, who've educated some of the world's most influential leaders. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, but with your uh, govern being a governess in a platform, uh, I, I don't think there are many that are traveling to the Middle East to be a governess. Okay, let's now. You're, I know you're speaking. I, I hear you. We're we're speaking about African American women who have uh, yes educated and and uh, taking care of children for many years. So I do understand that. But uh, in this century right now, in this decade, uh, even moving forward, it's an amazing profession, I think, to be engaged with, uh, uh, especially because you you need to have a degree. You need to be educated and so on. Uh, But traveling to the Middle East uh, as a governess, and I think that's, what you've done? How does that? How did that uh, come about? How, did, how does that work for you? I mean, because most uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think most uh, Middle Eastern royal families are coming back to hire African American governess. I may be wrong, but a lot of them may come from other countries, you know, from Turkey and so on. So. So enlighten us about that, because this is something you've done, and I I just find it fascinating. And uh, please share with us how that uh, felt at the time when you were becoming this governor, governess, rather, for um, a great family. Um, 
Well, you know that um, you did ask me about the wow factor, what would make this a wow factor. And um, no matter which part of the world, you know, you are as a governess, there's nothing better than witnessing the development and being a part of it, you know, mm-hmm. of any child from any culture. And I'm, you know, I love to travel. And that's how I ended up in the Middle East. But where, no matter where you are as a governess, you know, that's the well factor, being able to witness the development in each child. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, also taking into consideration the uh, diversity, you know, in, in culture and language, everything. Um, how does that or how did that feel for you at the time when you were doing it? Because I think uh, if any of our listeners uh, want to um, follow in your foot uh, path or navigate to, to being a governess or a professional with a family, um, it would be great to hear how that felt the very first time um, engaging with a family uh, that had a different cultural background than yours? It was very educational. I was able to learn a lot about that culture um, at, from uh, the children, actually. They were my um, greatest teachers. They taught me a little mm. bit about the language and about the food and about the culture, <laughs> and um, they laughed at me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that's what we need to know. We want to know more. <laughs> about the children and the family, how you engage. That's wonderful. So the children, you learned a lot from the children. And and I think that's so beautiful because uh, even here in the United States, there are children that are teaching their parents if there is a language barrier, if they're coming in from other countries. Uh, I find myself actually speaking to kids at times uh, when you want to reach the parent, you know, so that's that's amazing. Uh, that engagement with young people and uh, helping uh, or, or the, them helping you to get closer to their culture, I think then it helped. Uh, it could have helped you to just feel comfortable or more relaxed. It did. How did it that definitely... happen? I mean. Mm-hmm. It definitely did, you know. Um, for example, when I was living in Africa, um, the children taught me how to eat fufu and and um, and soup. This is a, a national dish um, in Nigeria, and you had to eat it with your hands. And you, the the soup is made with okra, so you have to keep wrapping it all around your hand, you know, <laughs> so that it's not dripping down. And mine used to drip down a lot, you know. So. <laughs> they, you know, cultural things like that. They taught me how to, because I was teaching them how to um, etiquette, you know, from a from a Western point of view. But they taught me um, about, you know, etiquette from their point of view. You know, like how to oh, behave. Wow. How to yes. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful, especially when you can learn uh, from the kids because they're so honest about it, right? so honest about engagement. You don't really, I mean, kids are real. (laughs) They're absolutely real. So um, let's talk about separation for a moment. Uh, If you're contracted to come in for a year, a few weeks, uh, two years or five years, 
how is that separation um, for you and the kids? How, how is, is that, I, I'm sure it's tough on your end, but how, how does it feel, uh, you think, for the kids when they're separating from their governess? They're coming back um, home. It is not a, a very um, happy experience. But it is also very necessary, you know, as a governess, you are um, creating, you know, a champion. You're, and, and once that job is finished, then in order for them to um, be able to learn, I mean, to um, to practice what they've learned, they needed to it by themselves. You know, this is all a part of being independent, being able to go out in the world and do things by themselves. Right, right. And mm-hmm. it's, see, I love that. The the champion, you're leaving, but you've created a champion and they're able to stand alone. So which brings me back to uh, the question of how many or if any will follow up with you later and what that experience is, is like. Are you actually making or are there – you're you're really making a lifelong commitment because they could knock on your door or call you at some point because they've been with you for so many years, right? Of course, you know, I I do hear from a lot of them. They do call me, you know, um, and um, email me, you know, you know about what is going on in their life. About right and um, and and um, you know, and once a governess has prepared a child to go out in the world, you know, total success means that I'll probably read about them in the newspaper. Right. That's, oh, I love that. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> so I <laughs> love that. That's what a champion is about, Build really working uh, to build great leaders. So uh, I may have missed this. I'm I'm looking at this and would love to have a conversation about Technology, do you, are, are you all hiring uh, or placing uh, these great uh, tech geeks in, in the families? Curious. Of course, of course, because some of, our, some of our students are very interested in coding. You know, there's um, Minecraft. You know, everybody is so crazy about Minecraft. So we do hire, um, um, we do hire, um, techie people, as you said, to come in and coach the children, you know, and, and teach them code and things like that. Because not every governess is going to know how to do code. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. tell me about that. Not every governor would know, governess rather, would know how to, to do that. But I'm sure a uh, governess would know how to control it when needed, right? Because now uh, most uh, young people or kids, they're so connected to the point where they need uh, guidelines or boundaries. Of course, of course. And that, and that again, it, it starts with being able to trust the child and, and letting them know their boundaries and um Having the security measures in place, that's where we bring in the security detail and, you know, they look to see, um, you know, what's been going on, the activity, and if, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they're doing is, is kosher. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. also curious to know um, uh, within your platform or, or maybe even in the future, 
do you uh, address uh, green and sustainability, and are, are there things being uh, put in place or professionals in place where they, too, uh, the uh, green initiative uh, can be presented to the families yes. or to the kids? Yes, of course, you know, because the world is different for these children now, you know. They're preparing for their world, not ours, you know. So we do bring we do bring um people in to help them to, you know, learn about how to sustain and um and like social responsibility yeah. social responsibility and things like that. Of of non waste and um just using, you know, various products that would help as well. How does a wellness platform look um, with uh, your organization? Do you bring uh, outside of coaches, tennis coaches, and I don't know, uh, soccer coaches, do you have a wellness uh, professional or coach uh, to come in? uh, Or are you you vetting wellness uh, professionals to work with families as well? We are. We are, you know, especially um, when it comes to um, making sure that they are emotionally stable, you know, because the key ingredients to of emotional intelligence, you know, will be confidence and curiosity and uh, self-control and the capacity to communicate and, you know, cooperativeness and things like that. And I think that's all a part of wellness. And it determines how a child, you know, learns and relates to people in their world, to, you know, the teachers in the school and life in general. Right, right. That's mm-hmm. that's so true. That's, that's mm-hmm. very uh, And in terms of nutrition and diet, you know, these children already have uh, cooks and nutritionists and dietitians. Well, they already have them within the families. That's already happening. So it's not yeah. necessary to really vet. How about uh, life coaching? Not in all situations, though. Okay. That's good to know. I think because if our listeners want to, if some of them are in the wellness business or industry, they may want to sign on um, to go through the vetting process, uh, perhaps, if they could actually work with one of these families. For example, a life coach or bringing in, uh, uh, I, I get the, psychoanalysts or psychologists and all of that, but uh, really a life coach to balance things out as well. But um, listen, I'm so happy that you uh, have shared this time to enlighten us on uh, the governess professional. Um, We have been speaking with Simone Callender and she is the CEO of Governess Guild. And you can go on her site at governessguild.com. How can people find you, Simone, outside of the uh, website that you have? Well, we do have a Facebook page. And um, the Facebook page, uh, we, pr- we provide um, our audience with information that would um, help them to, you know, to have a more successful family life. Yeah, I actually saw your Facebook page. It's really quite informative. Um, very nice. Very well done. Uh, and you have uh, Instagram, maybe, or 
Twitter? Do you, well, I guess they can find you through social media, but begin with Facebook. Is that what you're saying as well? Yes. Okay. And your website again? www.governanceguild.com. Okay. Look for Simone Callender and her platform, and especially if you're interested in traveling and working with families around the world, Governess uh, uh, Guild uh, has just about everything, every professional profession covered, uh, and maybe perhaps you can be that professional that may want to work with uh, Governess Guild. Okay. Thanks, Simone, for joining us. Thank you, Desiree, for having me on your show. You can. Simone? Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for enlightening us. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. A step further, please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or our replay Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.